Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hello and welcome back to this week's newest episode of Sex, Love, and Psych. Just a reminder, this month of June, I am going to be doing episodes related to the LGBTQIA plus communities every single week until the end of June. This week, I wanted to bring some focus to just different people's coming out stories, the variety in them. Uh, some of the similarities, all of that kind of stuff. This isn't my usual educational style or format of my episodes, but I really thought it would be a valuable experience to hear from some of these people in their in these communities and kind of discuss coming out and maybe how it's changed over the years, maybe how it hasn't. Um, I just wanted to thank, from the deepest realms of my heart, everyone who trusted me to share their coming out stories. I really believe that that can be a really big deal depending on people's different phases of where they're at in their coming out. I just super, super appreciate your input. I wanted to say that anyone listening or anyone that contributed, you are valid. Your identity is valid whether you are out or not or out to some people but not others. The knowledge that people have of you and how they perceive you does not invalidate who you know you are. And I just wanted to let everyone know that and just a little bit of a reminder there. And I did also want to say again, happy Pride to all of these members of the LGBTQIA plus communities and any allies out there. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in and maybe trying to learn something new about these communities. So diving right in today, I wanted to start with a couple of these shorter, more simple ones that I got. Some were a lot more detailed, some weren't as detailed. That's awesome. I love the variety. It's all good. So diving into one, uh, one of my Facebook friends says, I was 17 when I realized I was bi and it hit me like a brick wall. I was with my best friend and I told her while I cried and she just told me I was loved. And I, in response to that, said thank you so much for sharing your story and this particular friend decided to add on uh, that when they did come out to their parents that it didn't go quite as well. I didn't want to dig for details but That just goes to show different people in your life are going to have different responses to you, and that doesn't change who you are. Another short but absolutely wonderful story that I received from a friend, um, kind of funny, they said that their dad was cleaning their hair out because they had got lice at the time when she told him, and he actually was very, very happy and thankful that she felt comfortable to tell him and come out to him and 
she added on to me in this conversation that that's when she really understood what unconditional love was. So sometimes even if it's not something that we expect to find out or are conscious that we're worried about, sometimes a positive response can really feel like validating and have that really important unconditional love aspect. So super, super happy there. One comment on a post that I made or like just somewhere on Facebook, I believe it was, stated that they were able to come out to their straight partner. I'm not sure what they came out as. I didn't want to pry and just wanted to let them say what they wanted to include. Um, But they came out to their straight partner. They are no longer together, but they're good friends. But the partner's family apparently had some really, really negative responses. And that can be super unfortunate. But I am super glad that this individual was able to stay friends with that partner, even if they didn't work out romantically. And they noted that they were able to cut out that toxic family because that's not something you need, especially when you're in the early stages of figuring out who you are and what your identity is. You really want to surround your people, yourself with people that validate you rather than project their toxicity on you. I did have someone else share their story of their non-binary journey and identification and some of their coming out. And they told me that growing up and in their teenage years and stuff, they always knew that they were some sort of queer identity, but they didn't really have a name or title for it until they actually went to university and learned in a, I believe it was a psych class, but who knows, I think it was, Um, they learned the term non-binary and kind of what it included and saw that this description was actually really something that resonated with them. Uh, So it's not always something you learn about in your teen years, but once you can hear that phrase that resonates with you, it can really help give you some direction. Uh, This individual's coming out process, they noted it's very gradual, still ongoing. They originally came out to their carpool of friends that they go to and from university with, and some of their other friends, and thankfully they were accepted by a lot of them. They (laughs) note that they, turns out I'm friends with a big bunch of queers, so I was right at home. They decided that they didn't want their parents to know until they had some distance between them, but this past November, they were in a bit of a rough spot, and it was really bothering them that their parents didn't have this knowledge of their non-binary identities, so they kept referring to them with she, her pronouns, and as a daughter, and that just didn't feel accurate and caused a lot of mental turmoil for them, so they actually wound up crying to their mom and uh, explaining it. And they note that that their mother hasn't quite got it 100% yet, because it can be new territory for some people who don't know as much about it. Uh, But since then, they've been able to have a lot of earnest conversations about identity and self. And their mother has been able to recognize how much happier this individual is living as non-binary instead of playing the role of a female. 
talent. This person has also went as far as taking the somewhat scary step of identifying publicly as non-binary and even going so far as to letting employers and interviewers know what their preferred pronouns are. They note that it's always been a bit scary because you never know the reaction you're going to get, but so far so good, and they found a lot of supportive people since they came out and are in a much better spot. So if this is your story, I just wanted to let you know. Again, thank you so much for sharing. Your identity is valid, and you are eons above a lot of people in your journey, and just keep sticking to being your brave, fierce, non-binary self. So with this next story I want to share, it really exemplifies how coming out and realizing your identity and orientation and all of that is a general ongoing process. It can change, it can have a lot of steps. Sometimes you have to come out multiple times with different identities. It's all a very valid and normal journey, and I'm just going to jump right into it. So this person, the first time they came out as gay was when they were 9 or 10, again showing the variance in age of realization and coming out. Uh, They were hanging out with a couple, uh, their cousin and a friend, and the cousin and friend started talking and ended up telling this person that they were gay and kind of what that meant. And this was a new phrase to this particular nine or 10 year old and a little bit shocking at first because they didn't know of any gay people. It was more like a distant idea than an actual realistic possibility. But they state that their brain started working double time while they learned all this new information and everything really resonated and kind of clicked. And they kind of blurted out that I think I like girls too. Uh, Shortly after this happened, unfortunately, their mother found religion and it kind of scared them into not telling anybody else uh, other than those that confident, like in confidence came out to this person. Then they felt like they were able to come out as well. And it wasn't until they left a long-term relationship with a man that they finally were able to come out to their parents who were shocked uh, but wound up being accepting and held the belief of love is love. And for part two of this individual's journey uh, in terms of this one's more about the gender identity and the non-binary phrase as well, uh, they didn't know much about being non-binary until second year of uni. Uh, when they really began to learn what it was, learn the phrase, and that sneaking familiarity came back in and questioning. Uh, This person had a bit of a harder time with their identification and resonating with non-binary because they dressed and appeared typically feminine and had long hair. Uh, As we discussed in last week's episode, non-binary people are generally seen as very androgynous, but this isn't something that always expands to every single non-binary person, which seems to be the case here. They are very feminine presenting, um, but they did also note that 
TikTok actually really helped them to kind of sort through these questions they had when a TikTok popped up on their For You page of a person who was asking same questions and like those dismissals that they were feeling like, can I be non-binary if I have long hair or if I like dresses? How do I relate to being a woman? So this individual actually had a conversation with the same cousin that discussed being gay because this cousin uh, had come out as trans a couple years before this all, this non-binary awakening. And they were able to have a conversation about gender and realization. And <laughs> this person states that, again, as the cousin was telling his story, I started putting the pieces of my life together. Everything was making sense again. And I told them, I think I'm non-binary. They go on to note, as I kind of mentioned, that coming out isn't really a single story or point in time. It can involve multiple different people at different points in your life. It's a very fluid process and usually involves a lot of questioning and different labels and kind of testing different feelings out. And it can be a matter of safety and comfortability. And I just wanted to state again, this is a super valid and normal journey to have. And you don't have to come out to every single person you know in order to be proud of who you identify as. The next story that I am able to include makes reference to kind of being in an earlier part of the coming out journey being out to specific people only and kind of how this person related their identity and how they kind of had to struggle with their religion and church group as well. So diving into that, uh, we talked about how they weren't fully quote-unquote out with everyone but only with the individuals who matter the most at the current moment super valid part of the process. Uh, they say that their mom, brother, and two best friends are the only ones that know, and that when they told each of them on all separate occasions, they, this individual had major panic attacks beforehand because of how scared they were of judgment and of potential questions that would be asked. Uh, it isn't usually seen as just a quick, oh, this is my sexual orientation, or this is my gender identity, let's move on. There can be long, drawn-out conversations, as we know, with people wanting to better understand who we are, what we are, but it can cause a lot of anxiety trying to prep for those in-depth conversations. Uh, this person even said, I just wanted to be like, oh, guess what? I'm bi as fuck. What's for dinner? And, like, I wish we were at the point where we could just say that. And a lot of people are, and I'm super happy, but a lot of people aren't, and that's definitely something worth acknowledging. Um, they went on to state it's been especially difficult in this last year because they had been attending a church since they were in high school, and since the pandemic started have become even more dismayed with how organized religions view LGBTQ plus people and their lifestyle, quote unquote. They know if I hear that one more time, I'm going to scream. Fair reaction. Uh, but they're at this point now where they feel strong enough to leave the church if they're not 100% accepted as they are, regardless of the gender or lack of gender of my partner. 
They expect to not be accepted, though, and that's what's kind of given them that extra bit of courage to be okay with that community not being a part of their life anymore. Uh, Because they know that there are so many people out there who are accepting, and if the people in the church aren't ready to 100% accept them, then that's something that they can move past and move away from. It is the, they did note that their specific church that they've attended for like over a decade is very much the kind of underhanded judgmental type. So that can be really tough to do with all those kind of microaggressions that build up, kind of similar to gaslighting where it's no one big thing or one big piece of hatred, but it's just all the little nitpicking and stuff that kind of start to build up and drive you crazy. But they did also add that they now know their worth as a person and their desire to be open means a hell of a lot more than what uh, a Christian may think of them. With that little bit, I did actually have just a thing pop into my mind. Um, In my sexual and gender minority children, like working with sexual and gender minority children class, we did have a unit on... Um, like these identities and religion and I was able to like we had a guest speaker on who is actually a lesbian pastor here in Edmonton so her Instagram is at I believe the real life Pam Rocker but I'm just gonna go double check that quick okay just double checked it is actually at real Pam Rocker R-E-A-L-P-A-M-R-O-C-K-E-R. So I did want to just add that in for this person or for anybody else in LGBTQIA plus communities who do identify with religion or different churches. If you go check her out on Instagram, I believe that there is a list of LGBTQIA plus accepting churches and organizations in Edmonton, or I'm sure she could connect you with someone. Uh, I did want to just note that, though. They aren't always needing to be completely separate things, although there is a lot of judgment and kind of overzealous hatred from the Christian church in history against these communities. So it's a valid, very valid, very normal struggle uh but yeah real pam rocker on instagram go check her out uh there's some youtube videos and stuff too so now that i've shared everybody else's little coming out stories that i have here again thank you so much for those that shared your stories with me i hope i did you justice by sharing them thank you for tuning in as well But with all that being said, I did want to give a little, I guess, insight into mine. I'm not, I'm also not completely out, so, um, but if you're listening to this, obviously I'm very comfortable with you knowing. Um, I just haven't went out of my way to come out very publicly. I don't feel like having a billion different conversations about my sexuality. Um, but I am bisexual. In the last... Anyone who's met me in the last, I would say, five, five maybe six years ha- would already know that because I find it really easy to introduce myself as bisexual when I meet someone or who 
they don't have a set idea of who I am already, I find it really easy to just interject that or let them know early in the conversation. Uh, but <laughs> when it comes to people who have known me longer, not as many of you might know. Two of my best friends who I've known since like kindergarten just found out a few months ago. I want to say it was like November or something because of a silly drinking game we were playing. Uh, my mom just had it. Um, she, I knew she suspected things. She always asked me if I was a lesbian, so I just said no and avoided elaboration. But we did just have a talk very recently where she was like, oh, is this you telling me you're bisexual? And I was like, that wasn't the point of that post, but you got it right this time. Uh, I am thankful to say that everyone in my life that does know has been very, very accepting. They haven't looked at me any differently. Other than, like, maybe just not assuming that all my dates are with men. And that's pretty much my story so far. I'm still in the process, I guess, of figuring all that out and letting the people in my life know that that's who I am and that's who I love or can love. Been going on a lot more dates with women in the last bit. And, yeah, just really exploring that. So thank you to all of the people in my life who love and support me no matter what. I appreciate you every single day. <laughs> the one response I have got a few times is, oh, well, I just kind of assumed that. You <laughs> got told by one coworker, he's like, well, I just always kind of assumed you're kind of fruity. I didn't really think you needed to come out. <laughs> but everyone's got a different experience. Again, I wanted to thank those who shared their experiences with me all of your journeys and identities are valid whether you're out or not and happy pride month everybody uh please tune in again next week i'm still working on a couple topics but i'm so excited to share more about the lgbtqia plus communities have a great rest of your week